But today I'd like us to spend a little bit of time thinking about uh, what it means to uh, give to the Lord. And also, I want us to spend a little bit of time thinking about the circumstances in which uh, we are actually perhaps requiring help or assistance from other people. It actually just makes sense if you think about it that if people need to give money to help others, it's because there are needs that others have that need to be met uh, in terms of financial assistance. And so the way that the world works, you know, is that there are different times where some of us may be able to give, and there are different times when some of us are going to need to be able to receive. And frankly, both require grace. Both require a work of God's Spirit to, be able to enable us to be able to give properly, but also to be able to receive properly. And in the body of Christ, one of the things that we are supposed to do is we're supposed to take care of one another. That's one of our jobs. So in 1 Corinthians 16, Paul uh, reminds uh, the Corinthians that they're supposed to be taking up a collection that's going to be sent to Jerusalem. Now, Paul is not taking up a, a collection in Jerusalem to be sent to the Corinthians. So in that context, it's relatively obvious that some people, those in Corinth, are to be using their financial means to help another group of believers who require some assistance. Those are the ones who are in Jerusalem. We think of this sort of naturally in terms of overseas aid, uh, in terms of mission support, international relief efforts, and all the rest. We just recognize that, that at this time in history, usually when we're sending money over to uh, nations in Africa, let's say, we are not expecting nations in Africa to be sending us money. Now, the, the time may come in, in, in the future when that will be the way that the, the aid uh, relief runs. It might very well run from Africa to us at some point. But for now, we tend to have in the Western world more financial capital than those who are in the African churches, for example. And so we are supposed to provide for their needs to help them financially. Uh, this is a, just a biblical pattern. When God commands for relief for the poor in the Old Covenant, and when the apostles and Peter, or when the apostles and Paul agree, that they'll take care of the poor, there's just a recognition, again, that the church has a, has a, a obligation to take care of those who have financial need, even those, especially those, who are in their own ranks or in their own midst. The, as a church, we are supposed to take care of other believers in every way that we can, and sometimes that requires financial assistance. Paul uh, says in Philippians 4.16, For even uh, when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Luke's Gospel tells us that Jesus was supported financially by some affluent women who gave out of their own means. So Jesus and Paul both had ministries because people were willing to help them financially. They required financial assistance. Jesus and Paul did. And Jesus had no issue with accepting those gifts that were offered to him. 
Paul had no issue with accepting from the Philippians uh, the aid that he needed. It's a blessing to be able to give. It's also a blessing to be able to receive help when it's needed. Grace is required for both. In 2 Corinthians 8, 1 through 15, Paul talks about the Macedonians who were extremely poor but who longed to give. And so out of their extreme poverty, they gave all that they could. In fact, Paul says uh, that they pleaded with him to be able to share in this giving. And then in verse 8 of chapter 8, 2 Corinthians, he says, I am not commanding you, but I want to test the sincerity of your love by comparing it with the earnestness of others. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor, so that you through his poverty might become rich. This is, verse 9, the reason for giving in the New Covenant era. It's not a tithing system drawn from the Old Covenant to support the Levites. What we do is we look at all that Christ has done for us, the incredible riches of Christ poured out on our behalf, how Christ became poor for us so that through his poverty we would become rich, and then we determine as stewards of what God has given us how much should we spend on ourselves and how much can we give to other people. When the Son of God made himself poor for our sake, what should our attitude be towards money and assisting other people? Paul says later on in verse 13, Our desire is not that others might be relieved while you are hard-pressed, but that there might be equality. At the present time, your plenty will supply what they need, so that in turn their plenty will supply what you need. The goal is equality. As it is written, The one who gathered much did not have too much, and the one who gathered little did not have too little. So we imitate Christ, and the goal is equality and reciprocity. What Paul is saying here is this. For a lot of us, there are going to be times when we can give. And for a lot of us, there are going to be times when we actually require some assistance. There are going to be times when it's absolutely acceptable and right for us to receive. With all of the shockwaves through our economy, government packages for aid and relief and all of the rest, one of the things that we ought to be doing as a church is we ought to be taking care of each other as much as we can, and that, that includes finances. And I want to tell you this. You know, often people in church are told, you just need to give more. Well, today I want to tell you that for some of you that might be true. Maybe you ought to be giving more. But for others, maybe you need to be receiving more. Maybe there's something that you need help with. And I want to tell you if that's the case, that the church will do what we can to help. We have a benevolent fund uh, that we can use to help people with practical needs, groceries. Uh, if there's a bill that you can't pay because of, because of being on you know, unemployment, uh, if you've been laid off, if your cash flow isn't what it normally is, you know, it's okay. 
It's entirely fine. And I encourage you, contact us here at the church. Contact the church office. Send me an email. Email Steph in the office. Tell us, and we will do what we can to help you. And if if we drain our benevolent fund down, then, then we will put out an email. We'll contact the, the people in church saying, listen, we have needs. There are people who have needs. If you can help, please help give more. There's a grace to giving more, if you can. There's also a grace to receive. It's okay to receive. We need to take care of each other as a church. We want to do that. It's a way of loving our neighbor as ourselves. We want to take care of, of our church family. We want to take care of the community. We want to take care of, of the nation. That's why I'd actually also encourage people, uh, you know, if there's government assistance that you don't actually need but you might be able to take, don't take it. If you need it, take it. That's fine. But, but let's not try to maximize our own advantage. Because someone's going to pay for this at some point. It's going to be us. It's going to be our children and grandchildren possibly paying off some of this debt that we're going to go into as a nation. So we try to take care of each other. We take care of the nation. We, we, we take care of the world. So why we give money overseas as well. It's a way of loving our neighbor. It, it, it's a way of demonstrating practical care. It's a way of saying, I love you. During a national, international emergency, let's love everyone. Give internationally. Give nationally. Always care. Always care about those who, who are far away who you can help. Always care about those in your country who you can help. Always care about those in your neighborhood, in your home who you can help. Always care for your brothers and sisters in Christ. So should you be giving more? I don't know. Should you be receiving more? I don't know. I don't know what your financial circumstances and, and burdens are at this time. All I know is that we're supposed to engage in such a way that there's equality. That we're supposed to engage in such a way that there can be reciprocity. That that I help you and you help me. That, that, that there's times when, when we help one another. There are times when we do this together. So please, if you can, give to the church. Give to the Lord so that we can help other people. And if you're one of those people who need help, then let us know. Allow, allow us as a church family to support one another. And also in one practical way, even if you're not sure about you know, giving or receiving, recognize that there are also some people who just may have a very different budget right now because of the economy, because of, of employment. There are people in the church who are very astute in financial matters, and I've, I've spoken to some of them, and I've asked them, if they'd be willing to, to meet with, or I mean, you can't really meet with people, but uh, the, if they'd be willing to talk with people and provide some financial counseling right now. If you need help living in a new reality, and all of a sudden you, you don't know how you're going to make ends meet, you, you know, you've budgeted for a certain level of income and you don't have that level of income now, or, or you're already in debt and now you don't know what you're going to do to avoid more debt. 
there are there are some leaders in our church who are who are you know accomplished and astute they've been given wisdom by god in financial matters and and they've said they'd be willing to to talk with people who might want some assistance in in budgeting out making ends meet over this next time this new financial reality so that's another way we can help that that actually i'd encourage some of you if debt is a struggle in, in normal life, besides this, you know, this pandemic economic situation, financial planning and budgeting might be good for you anyway. You might be surprised on how much you can or how, how you can make ends meet. Uh, the difference between needs and wants and all the rest. Careful budgeting and financial planning for some people uh, is all that they need. They don't need more money. They just need some guidance. So as a church, as a church family, we're all in this together. Those who have much are to give much. Those who need assistance are to receive assistance so that there will be equality and reciprocity.